0: All welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio's ESL podcast. If you're watching this on video and on IG, on obviously YouTube, man. I just want to say big warm welcome. Normally you see me doing a lot of coaching along with my students in regards to speaking, but today is me and myself and I. I'm very, very excited about this one because I've heard a lot of different things in regards to the different types of discussion questions that you would hear on the TOEFL iBT listening and I said you know what man let's dive right into this let's take some notes and let's answer some of these bad boys so again the traditional TOEFL iBT like listening discussions are always like the student asking questions it's very basic but the ones now are very similar to lectures that the professor does does a lot of speaking but the student also has a lot of questions so just be certain, because I remember hearing this from a lot of my students who had come to me over the past few days and said, you know what? Okay, Arsidio, this is very easy. These types of questions are not on the TOEFL I, B, T. They're much more difficult in regards to discussion questions. And I said, really? And then I found one, of course, right here on this website. And I said, oh, man, we got to dive into it. So for those of you already who are doing coaching with me, you may have already heard this specific audio before if you haven't get some paper get some notes get ready to take some notes and let's get into it but before I do that tip number one people you need to write notes with intent this is a technique that I share with all my coaching students or what does that mean well don't you ever realize that the more notes the more complicated it is to go through them if you have so many notes and you're looking at it, you're like, where the fuck do I look? Because you didn't draw lines, because you didn't get the main points, because you wrote down a lot of things that were unnecessary. You need to write notes in a way where the more it's not the merrier, the less, the better. Because it goes from point number one to two to three to four to five. I'm going to show you exactly what it looks like in regards to this video. I'm going to have to like, obviously make this font a little bit bigger so you could see it. But nonetheless, I think one of the biggest problems with a lot of test takers out there is the simple fact that they just want to try to write everything in regards to their integrated essay listening portion, the speaking question two, the three, the four, and the more complicated it is. uh, Just recently over the past couple of weeks, a number of my students, you know, I remember right when the, what is it? When the integrated, when the integrated uh, audio starts, they're already looking down and writing. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, what are you doing? And they're like, huh? And I'm like, no, 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 no. We need to hear the linker first before we get into it, which happens probably between the 30 and 40 second mark, to be honest with you. Sometimes it's very, clo- uh, very soon, sometimes it's not. Same thing happens with these specific lectures, although we're doing a discussion today. They literally say a couple of things, but at the very beginning, but oh, in last week's class, you don't have to write that down. What is last week's class got to do with anything? uh Oh, we need to get the main topic and go straight into main idea number one. Are these theories? Is this a compared contrast? What are we doing here? What does it look like? That's exactly what we are trying to do in regards to our note taking. So I'm going to be breaking that down. But first, we're going to have to get some listening down and we'll go from there. So get your pen, get your pencil, your paper, whatever it is, whatever instrument you're going to use to write down notes and let's dive in. Tres, dos, uno, meaning three, two, one in Spanish. Listen to a conversation between a student and a professor. Here we go.
1: Richard, Susie, please come in. How can I help you?
0: Well,
2: uh, we're having trouble with the essay about the importance of flowers in the history of the planet.
1: Yeah, I'm not clear on what flowers do. I mean, I know that flowers and bees are important for trees and plants to reproduce, but I read something about the world before flowers, and it said that before flowers, the wind carried pollen from male plants to female plants. Well, the wind did carry pollen, but not as efficiently as bees. They carry a lot more pollen more carefully than the wind can. You see, before flowers, the world only had green plants, like ferns and pines. If it wasn't for flowers, 95% of the plants we have today would not exist.
2: I guess the world wouldn't be as pretty as it is without flowers, too, right?
1: Exactly. That's another thing I was wondering about. Why do flowers look pretty? Is it just a happy accident, or is there another reason? Well, it's to attract pollinators like birds and insects. They also give off a fragrance that attracts these animals. So, it was necessary for the survival of the plants. And not for decoration. Thanks, Professor. I think I understand.
2: One thing I've been struggling with is trying to write about why flowers exist at all. The book I'm reading says it takes an awful lot of energy for a plant to create a flower. Why did they start doing it if it's so hard? I just can't get my head around it.
1: Well, Susie, you're not the only one. Charles Darwin called this an abominable mystery. He found it very frustrating. The truth is that no one knows for sure. We don't even know when the first flower appeared on a plant.
2: Didn't two scientists discover the first flower in China, though? They found it in a fossil dating back to the Jurassic period.
1: Well, there is some evidence to suggest that it was the first flower, but there are many scientists that disagree.
2: So, how do I explain how flowers first came about?
1: The good news is that you don't have to. Just explain the theories of David Dilcher and Sungi, who made this discovery. Then, describe the arguments of the scientists that disagree. You can also say which theories you find most convincing.
2: Oh, that's put my mind at ease. I was worried about writing a full explanation.
1: Professor, there's one more thing I need you to clear up for me. Is it true we wouldn't be here today without flowers? That can't be true, can it? I know it sounds incredible, but it's true. The plants we eat are flowering plants. Without them, we would not survive. But how do flowers make food? I just can't picture it. It's a complicated process, Richard. When a bee brings pollen from another tree to a flower, it pollinates it. This causes flowers to begin producing fruit. It's best to think of fruit as the babies of plants. The pollinated flowers give birth to the fruit, which grow, and within them, the seeds of new trees are formed. All the plant-based food we eat is made through this process. That's why flowers are so important. I can see it now. Thanks for making that clearer for me.
2: One more thing, Professor. I have a question about the Hengduan Mountains in China. Go ahead. I read that a huge number of the flowers that we know of came from this area why did so many flowers originate there?
1: This all boils down to climate. There is such a range of climates in this area that some say you can experience all four seasons in one day. This variety of climates allows many different types of plants to grow.
2: Oh, I see now. Thank you, Professor.
1: You're welcome. Richard, are you feeling better about the essay now? Much better, thanks. You explained it all so well. I understand it a whole lot better now. My pleasure. I look forward to reading your essays. See you both in class.
0: Bye, Professor. Bye. And there it is, people. Okay, so let's go over this. Now, Again, obviously, we have a time limit. That's not what we're after today. We're after note-taking. Note-taking is something that is so difficult for a lot of people out there. So here we go. Why did the students originally come to see the professor? And yes, that just so happens to be number one. I wrote down on my paper, Trouble with Essay, Importance of Flowers and Planet. And so we can hurry up and bang out this last question before I get into all my other notes. So to ask him about their grades, no. To ask him for help with an essay about the origin of flowers, ooh, pretty good. To ask him when the next class is, no. To hand in their essays about the origin of flowers? No, they need help, okay? They're having trouble with the essay, therefore they need help. So we can hurry up and bang that one out, okay? But now let me go back and scale back into my notes. So here we go. What flowers do impressive for trees and plants to reproduce the world before? So before, the wind would carry pollen from male to female, okay? But it wasn't as efficient as bees, they carry it carefully compared to the wind. Now, before flowers, there were green plants. No flowers equals plants today would not exist, right? And then she goes on to say, or the man goes on to say and ask, why are flowers pretty? I wrote down the question, and then I wrote P for professor and said, well, to attract pollinators like birds, give fragrance, it's necessary for survival, not decoration. then another question, why flowers exist at all? It takes a lot of energy for the plant to recreate, what is it, to create. Charles Darwin goes on to say that this is an abominable mystery, okay? It's frustrating because no one knows. No one knows when the first one appeared. Apparently, you know, there was a fossil in the Jurassic uh, in regards to the first flower. But again, some evidence says, yes, scientists disagree. So again, it goes in to say that the professor talks about different theories, made discovery, arguments, science disagree. And it, he goes on, oh, she wanted to ask, or she asked, how can I explain? And he said, well, explain the theories, made discoveries, the arguments from the scientists, they disagree, and the theories you find convincing. So would we be here without flowers? True. No, we could not survive. Because the plants we eat today, they're flowering plants. Then the guy goes on to say, how do they make food? It's confusing, but the bee, the bee brings pollen, pollinates the plant. Flowers produce fruit. Fruits are babies, grow within their seeds, trees, et cetera, et cetera. And the number of flowers came from China. Why do so many flowers come from China? Why, 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 why? Well, it's because of climate, range and area. Experience all seasons in one day, and it, it has and inhibits a lot of growth. Those are my notes. Are you going to be able to write as much as me? Probably not. Are you very good at writing just like me? Very good. Did you write 80% just like me? Amazing. Did you write 70%? Good enough. 60? All right. 50? Uh, 40? Uh, 30? Uh, You see what I mean? The further we go down, the more grunts I have. All right. So here we go. Let's get into this to ask for help. We already know that. So let's get into the number two. And let's go up to these notes, okay? It says here, what carried plants between, I'm sorry, what carried pollen between plants before they had flowers? Now, remember, I wrote down the word before, okay? You are going to probably write the letter B and then the number four, okay? The wind carried pollen from male to female, Not the ferns, not the pines. Those weren't even mentioned. We could quickly eliminate those. But we have A and D. Now the B's made it easier. The before was the win from male to female. All right. Did you write that down? Compare your notes with mine. According to the lecture, what is the abominable mystery about? So what's going to happen? Because we take such strategic notes, we know exactly where the abominable mystery is in general. We got the question, why do flowers exist at all? It takes a lot of energy for plants to create them. And then Charles Darwin goes on to call it the abominable mystery because nobody knows. So in A, it says when the flower, okay, when the flower first appeared on a plant, okay, how the first flower pollinated, no. Why plants started to produce flowers despite a lot of energy required? Whether the first flowers fossil dated back to the Jurassic period, that's much further down in the lecture. No. So basically, when the first flower appeared on a plant, or C, why plants started to produce flowers despite a lot of energy required? Well, the question was, why do flowers even exist at all? The reference of the abominable mystery, no one knows. That's what it's referring to. And so, again, when the first flower appeared on a plant, no, it's about why plant, why plants started to produce flowers despite a lot of energy required, because that was the follow-up after the question. This was a very difficult one, okay? But nonetheless, as long as you look at it from different angles so you can understand. All right? So that is C. Now, let's go into D. What does the professor advise Susie to do when writing about why flowers exist. Now, this is a very big description. Because again, advise Susie because her question is, how do I explain it? So he advised her, he suggested, he recommended her to do something. Me, I wrote down explained theories, made discoveries, arguments that scientists had, the disagreements, etc. So A, it says, explain the first flower was found in China by David. B, it says, write about David Diltra-Sungi's theory about the arguments made by scientists who disagree with them. That is very, very good in terms of the gray I just highlighted right here on screen. Write about David and Sun. I couldn't write them down, but I wrote down explain theories. And those theories, plural, are based on those two individuals. Okay? Made discoveries, it says here, made by scientists. Okay? argument scientists, and then the whole disagreement. So I really like B because I wrote down a lot of it because I knew that that was gonna be okay, how to explain it? after each of those questions is the answer and you're gonna see that in the next question too. Now C it says write about Charles Darwin doesn't say that anywhere, does it? Right about David Dlttrans Suning uh, and the convincing. Now I think I did write down no, the theory she finds convincing, right about how David and son are convincing. No, 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 no. Not them convincing, but the theories. So that is not one of the answers either. So B would be the answer. Check yourself, see what you got on your paper. You have to evaluate yourself. And the last one, which of the following is not asked about by Richard and Susie who are obviously the two students. Now, which kinds of birds carry pollen? Why flowers are pretty? Check, you have to go to all the questions. How flowers make food, why there are so many different flowers that grow in one place, China. So, A, which kinds of birds carry pollen are your answer? Because it didn't say which kinds of birds. We didn't hear what types of birds do this or that, it wasn't stated either. So, in saying that, look at yourself. How many did you get correct? Okay. Comment down below on the YouTube, on the Facebook page, on Instagram, okay? If you're listening to me in podcast form, let me know. Follow me on IG, Arsenio's ZSL Podcast. Very easy to find me. Let me know how many you got correct. Three out of five? Four out of five? Five out of five? And for those of you who got three and two and maybe even one, look at your notes and look at my notes. What is it that you're having difficulty with? And how could you make it better? Now, remember, I have 10 fingers. You have one hand. I totally understand. Totally understand. But there's always room for improvement. So with that being said, thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, as always, over and out.